brunch, everyone. It's Sunday brunch, that time again. So welcome back to Someone Has to Tell These Tales. Today, i like to dive into something we call random acts of kindness. Now, maybe if you've been on the receiving end, or maybe you are a giver, or maybe both, right? You never know when you may need help. I tell you, I remember being a little kid, and I had some money, and I don't know if I gave it to my mother or gave it to who, but then I complained about how it was being used. And I'll never forget that my mother told me, once you give something to someone, you can't tell them how or what to do with it. You either give it from your heart or you don't give it. That was one of my first lessons. And it stuck with me forever. I I don't think that I was in school yet when that happened. Or if I was, I was like early elementary. But even as a senior citizen today, I um I always remember that. And I, and another thing that I tend to remember and I try to keep be cognizant of is that. You have to really decide when is it best to give money or to just do things. I simply find, just because I'm always in a constant state of broke anyway, at least these days, that I'm not a money giver in terms of I don't really have it. But if I got a couple of bucks and that's all I got and someone needs something, I will probably give it to them. I'm not going to lie about that. But it just feels good to do things for people. Not for any return gain, but just to know that we live in this world together. And life will be a lot better if people looked out more for each other. My philosophy is that you gain more by being nicer and working out any differences you have with people and just being a good neighbor, a good human being towards others. That's how life is nice. You don't have to be someone's best friend or go in the house or do anything. You just have to learn how to live with people and not um, put all of these pre-designed untruths on them, these opinions about who they are and what they are and what they're doing. None of your business. Forget about it. You know, just live your life. And so today when I tell this story, I'm telling it from my heart and from a place that really was conflicted. About, I guess it was last week or the week before. It's been really hot here. I mean... I'm thankful that we're not in the rest of the country with these tornadoes and hails and floods and God knows what else, but we have been having a bit of a heat wave. We just kind of skipped spring. It's been 90 degrees and just miserable. I mean, I pray for anyone that has to be out in this. Thank God for modern air conditioning because I don't know if I could take it. And a lot of that does have to do with, you know, we say our grandparents didn't have air conditioning, but our grandparents didn't have concrete jungles of 
box stores and subdivisions instead of trees and breezes. So even when it was hot, you had some shade somewhere. But anyway, back to this story. It was hot, like 90 degrees, and I was tired, and I believe I was coming home from work. And I looked at my gas tank, and I realized I'm down low. Now I drive a big truck. You can't let anything big. You know, it's not like those little cars. When you start to get below a half a tank, you're messing with your um, fuel filter, your fuel pump. You know, that can go up. And to be honest, I had a little car, and I think it was around college time. You know how you're in a constant state of broken college. And I I did often ride on empty, and that cost me a fuel pump because the mechanic asked me, you know, do you let your car get on empty? I'm like, you know, a teenager. I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. He said, and this is why you need a fuel pump. So I learned that lesson. But um, I was tired, so I came on home. I said, you know what, I'll go to the gas station tomorrow. So the next morning when I woke up, get some gas, and I was off that day, and I was glad I was off too. I decided, well, let me go get some gas early and then run my errands. I got up, got ready, went to the gas station, looked over, because I usually um, have, I, I have, I take my wallet, but I keep my gas change in a separate gas purse. I always put myself on a budget. I know how much I'm spending for gas. And with fluctuating gas prices these days, I tend to um, set aside enough money so that I never get caught short. Now, the reason I was on empty is because I hadn't set aside money that week. I was doing different things, and this is why I, I set aside money. So I looked over to where I would usually put my chain purse, and it wasn't there because I usually I don't put both my change purse and my wallet in my pocket. Um, I usually will put it in a holder on the um in the car once I get in. I look, it wasn't there, and I'm like, man, here I am on empty, probably running on vapors. I don't have the change purse. I didn't go to the closest station to my house. I went to the station that had the cheapest gas that, while it was still close to my house and walkable, it wasn't that close. And I didn't have any money for the bus, and I didn't have anything, so I was going to have to leave my car at the pump and walk back home. So I walked into the um, store and asked the cashier, I I said, um, well, not ask, but I am. I said, I hope you, I hope you don't tow cars. I left my wallet, change wallet purse at home, and I'm going to need to walk home and get the money and then come back and fill up. And she said, that's fine. It's happened before. We don't call tow trucks. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. But it was a lady there. And she said, hold up for a minute. And she went, I don't know what she was getting, lottery tickets or something. She went in her car. She got money. She put $10 on my pump. I thanked her profusely. And then I went out and pumped the gas. But I was in tears. And I was in tears because 
I just definitely, definitely did not want to be the person that needed help. You know, I it, it I guess we all have our little hang-ups that we don't need help or we don't want to ask for help. But I really, really felt a little ashamed. And I asked God to help me get myself together because I've done these things for other people. But even as I thank the Lord for the blessing, I felt the uneasiness. So, you know, like later I sat in the car and um, I started thinking that I needed to move into my new life and not try to insert myself into my old life. I'm going about business as usual when business is not as usual. I'm I'm alone now. I don't have my mother. My mother was kind of like my world, my whole purpose for so many years because I was taking care of her. And it's like maybe, I won't say empty nesters, but, you know, you finish raising your kids there on their own and you have to find something else to do. Well, I'm in a little bit more permanent situation as far as, you know, my mom's not coming back. So what am I going to do with my life? And that's the thing. What will I do with my life? I have to move on and make that life. And I'm I'm basically feeling like these lapses that I'm having, um, I felt I've been a little scatterbrained lately, um, not focusing in on things. I'm not even driving well. I think I turned the corner um, in that same week or the week after. I hit the curb really bad, and I thought I jacked up my tire, but thank goodness I didn't. And just different things are happening. And I don't know if it's a not focusing or just so many things running through my mind. And I had to sit down and calm myself down. Now, luckily, I had that day off. And um, as a matter of fact, I requested that day off. And I was so glad I did because instead of running those errands that I had come out to do, I took the day to focus. Here I was putting myself on a budget to deny myself this, saying I got to do this, that, and the other. And I said, the hell with it. I went and brought myself for lunch which I was depriving myself of doing because I wanted to save money and have exact money for this and that. I um, What else did I do? I mean, I, I treated myself to something that I wouldn't have. And nothing big, just the lunch that – because I would say, um, well, you know, I can make this at home cheaper than buying it out. Well, yeah, we can make everything at home cheaper, but we do go to restaurants. But sometimes you just have to treat yourself. And that's what I did. I just did a maintenance. We know sometimes we talk about maintenance on ourselves when we talk about um, pedicures and manicures and taking care of yourself physically. But it's a whole package, um, mind, body, and soul. And on that day, I just decided to soothe, soothe my soul and cause myself to not constantly think about everything and analyze everything, even when I wasn't aware. And that causes 
all the problems I was having and forgetfulness and not bringing that wallet, knowing that I was coming to needing to go to the gas station and hitting that curb or just not being able to do certain things and saying, okay, okay, okay. And I also feel strongly that, and this is a bad reflection on me, that it's because I don't have anyone checking on me. I don't have anyone just calling me to say, you okay this week? You want to go out? I really don't have that. I mean, it's not like people aren't calling me, but no one is here in my location. And I'm not really doing anything but working and coming home and sitting in this house. And I sit in the house and I um, I don't do much anything. I'm usually tired when I get home from work, so I'm just hopping in the bed and, you know, after I take my shower and I'm resting or going to sleep, I may look at, I don't know, a movie or something on um stream a movie or whatever, but that's been rare. I, to be honest, I don't even get any joy out of that. I might not even keep a streaming service, but every once in a while you need to watch something. And so when I talk about perhaps it's me who needs to um, get myself together, I don't know what I could do but just ride out the storm. There's an old gospel song. And it's called I Surrender. And you just surrendering to the Lord, to what has happened to you, and to let things take their course. And so I surrendered to the thought that, yes, I'm going through something. And it's nothing I can do to change what has happened. But... I'm going to have to keep my peace and keep holding on and just make it through the storm. So I'm surrendering to the process of that. I'm not leaning on my old life. I've got to walk forward into a new one. And that's what I thought I was doing, but apparently I wasn't. Because unconsciously, if you lived your life a certain way, I mean, I have certain things that I like to do a certain way I like to do them, certain goals that, I mean, they change as you get older, but then again, they're still in the same light. And everything has to be different now. And I say has to be because my life is different. I'm moving on. I'm getting older. You know, the goal is is not the same as 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s, right? So... I just need to get that all together. And I don't necessarily need anyone to lean on for that. At least I felt that I didn't. But I have to keep reminding myself that I'm human. And as a human, not only am I fallible, but I wasn't created to be alone, and I'm not talking about a man and woman, but just to live in this world alone. That's something my mother used to tell me all the time, you know, you can't be this island. What are you going to do when I'm gone? So I guess that guilt came and that feeling of shame came from 
the fact that it's starting to hit me what my mother was worried about, why she fought so hard for life and why she was on death's doorstep many, many times and always told me she fought because she really didn't want to leave me alone because she knew I was going to be in this situation. And I kept denying it. I'm like, I'm going to be all right, Mama. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. But apparently I'm not bad off or anything, but apparently I'm not doing as well as I thought I would be. So I can't be giving other people advice. All I can do is say, learn from me. And um, I think it helps, too, if you have kids, if you have um, a spouse, or you have good friend networks. And I lack all of, of all of these type things that would put me in check locally because I'm here by myself. So um, other than trying to help other people now, I knew in that moment that I needed to help myself. And that one day, that one day of just totally taking care made a difference. I felt the change immediately because I took the time to take care of me, plain and simple. I now feel stronger. I now feel more resilient. I now understand that I'm going to have to be on a watch out because since then I've had down days. I've had great days, and I've had down days, and my way of dealing with them is to keep moving, to get out, and enjoy life. So for those of you that are struggling, you've got to keep moving, and you have to keep just trying to find out what it is you need to do now. And it's not some aha moment, no, you know, voice is going to, come down and ascend and tell you things, but you get feelings or however it is, it it will be unique to you. And the main thing you can keep doing is just, I won't even say keep the course because maybe you're on the wrong course. But in my life, what I've seen is this. I've tried to do things that didn't work. And that's happened more often than things that did work. And sometimes after trying and failing, having something come along that somewhat corrected the problem was great too. However, looking back in hindsight and saying, well, what did I do wrong or how can I not make that mistake again? And knowing the difference between trying again and, you know, there's some things maybe aren't worth trying again. Maybe try something different along those lines, but not the same way, because you keep doing the same thing you get with the same message, you're going to get the same results. Hello? That's what people say. I just know that life isn't like these inspirational um, speakers' books or whatnot. Everything doesn't always turn out great. But you've got to keep trying and and finding your way to things. With me, my brush with a random act of kindness forced me 
to look at myself in a different light. It forced me to say to myself, be willing to accept help. Because I give it lip service, but I just, it never feels comfortable. We live in a society that says, pull your own weight. But we have to be humble enough that if we need it, take it and not feel ashamed. It's almost like in a society that you are not up to par if you just have to take some help. And I also will admit something else. I hadn't realized that I haven't had a hug. I don't know when the last time I it was that I had a hug. And um, maybe a kind gesture of just a hug means something to someone. So, y'all, this is a short one this week, but... That random act of kindness kind of messed with me a little bit and caused me to be uncomfortable enough or to ask myself the uncomfortable questions. Not the usual questions that I'm always talking about here. Who am I now? What am I going to do? But who am I will? What am I willing to do? And how am I willing to live? And how do I move on? And moving on is the question. I've got to get to that place. I think I'll be settled when I actually get to the place where I can rest. And rest meaning my mind and my spirit and my security is bad. Because right now I'm on high alert about my future, what am I going to do as I age, and um, how am I going to live? So many questions, so many podcast um, topics. And so I I would hope I really have been working on um, finding people to come come to the podcast and just have, have a couple people talk because it's, it's just me here. And... Um, I think it's one-sided. I think it's unhealthy to just constantly talk on things and give my side of it. I always have been a person that I like to have point and counterpoints and hear different views, and really it's healthier this way. So I'm going to leave this right here, this random extra kindness podcast and um, say I wish you all well. Please reach out and help someone if you can and please don't be afraid to ask for it if you need it. Take care my friends. Much love to you all.